0: Welcome to The Influential Nonprofit, the show for nonprofit leaders to grow their influence so they can grow their income and impact. Now, here's your host, Mary Ann Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Influential Nonprofit. I'm your host, Mary Anders. Now today is a little bit of a departure for me because I always talk about the feelings and the mindset and all that. Now we're going to talk about money and how you can get some. So yay because it's a good resource for you and I want to bring good things to you. And I have my dear friend Michael Slaywin and his sister Susan Holt today, and they're going to talk to you about the employment retention credit. Right?
1: It's actually employee but employee that's retention close credit.
0: This is why it's important because this is money that you are eligible for because the kind of the last of the COVID Cares Act and not a lot right. of nonprofits know about this fund. And Michael and Susan work with this, and I said, "Yes, come and share this with my audience." So, welcome to the influential nonprofit.
1: First of all, yeah. thank you, Marianne. We appreciate the opportunity to kind of spread the word. You bet. Uh, to you know, folks Your that listeners. you work with doing important yeah. Yeah. work. OK,
0: so before we get to that, I always ask one question first. And sure. that question is, you can both answer this question. Tell me something that you're proud of that you don't get to brag about that often. I'll go first. <laughs> Susan's like, I got go this. Let's do I, it.
1: I, I mean, I,
2: Yeah, I mean, my three kids. I'm so yeah. proud of them. They're 21, 24 and 26. So they're young adults and they're living life and doing great and happy where they are. And so my husband and I, my husband of 29 years, we're both very, very proud of them. So that's awesome. And we don't, you know, brag on that so much, but we do bring they bring us lots of joy. So that's
0: wonderful. Okay, Michael.
1: Okay, so mine's also family related. So Susan has three kids. My other sister, our other sister has three children. There is a kind of a gap. In their ages but they are so incredibly close and it's just so cool to see them around each other and i don't talk about it that much i don't know because it doesn't seem to come up but they're all different human beings truly different human beings but they they're each other's best friends so i'm really proud of that that's amazing it truly is all
0: right lovely (laughs) thank you Okay. So let's get into the ERC. Let's just talk about the fund, how much money's in there and and give them a little more detail about it.
1: Sure. It is a payroll tax. So it's money that has been collected from nonprofits as well as businesses. It's about $400 billion available. And see, what would you say has been distributed? Maybe 5%? 10%.
2: Yeah. So it's up to $400 billion. It's not going to run out. The Department of Treasury is going to write the checks until the businesses stop applying for it. And they have up to three years to apply for this money.
0: All right. So what do you do to apply?
1: You go to our portal, you answer some questions, you upload some documents, and that's it.
0: Super easy. uh,
1: Yeah, it's super easy. There are detailed questions that will walk you through. It takes about 10 or 15 minutes. If you're on the phone with us, because we walk our like, clients through.
0: Right. Yeah. So, but this is a credit. So what does that mean?
1: A cre- it's actually, it's kind of a misnomer. It's called the employee retention credit, but it actually comes in the form of a check to the nonprofit or the business. So it's cash money in the form of a check.
2: So it's a payroll tax credit. So they've already paid payroll taxes okay. on their employees and it's a payroll tax credit. It's a reward for keeping their employees on right. payroll. We were actually just in a meeting and the business owner of a, a well-known business in St. Louis, he said, it's almost the government's way of not having to pay unemployment because if we laid off people, then we'd have, they'd have to pay unemployment. And it was kind of true. You know, because it's they're being rewarded for keeping their employees on payroll and they've already paid these taxes. The money is on the table just waiting for businesses and nonprofits
0: to apply. This is incredible. It's, four it's billion. Four hundred billion. Four billion, four hundred billion, four hundred billion, four hundred billion. Four. <laughs> that's like a number. That's a hard number to even understand. Four. I know.
1: Four. Yeah.
0: And why are people like connecting? They just don't know about it or is it's new. Are both? So
1: in the beginning, okay, March 2020, when COVID kind of started and the COVID CARES Act was enacted, there were three programs. I'm going to talk about two. PPP, which most people know about, right. and ERC. Banks were incentivized to give businesses and not, no, no, I'm sorry, only businesses loans. Okay. So they got between one and 5% of the total loan as an incentive from the government so no one was taking erc and they didn't our government does many things right and one of the things they didn't do right unfortunately is publicize the the availability of this money and they have also changed the guidelines many times so originally you could only get ppp or erc
0: and then because the, like the PPP and the EIDL and all those letters, that's yeah. all done, right? Like that money yeah. is done. Ran out. Yeah. Over. It ran Programs out. Program's done. Right.
2: right. Right. Again, this money is not going to run out until the last check is written from the Department of Treasury. So so
0: it'll last as long as percent. it, or is it? Well, it's a three year So the program is years. over. Yeah. Gotcha. So, you know,
2: but businesses, nonprofits can have their re- their payroll tax returns amended up to three years after the end of that quarter.
0: Okay. So let's just say I'm a nonprofit and I received PPP. Does that mean I can't get this or I can get this?
1: You have, that is one of the changes that the IRS made. And yes, you can now get ERC even if you got PPP.
2: Well, okay. and originally, nonprofits were not a part of Right. Program. And right. so in 2021, nonprofits were added to the program. So they've expanded it. So now, so that would be another reason why, you know, a nonprofit might say, oh, no, we, we don't qualify. But they do now. They do. Being a nonprofit. And then we just have to dig a little deeper to see if they had any reduction in services that they offer their clients or clients. Yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And so you said the application process is pretty simple, but is that something like your accountant could do, or is that something, or like, do you have to be in the know about this?
1: Sue, why don't you okay. go ahead? with? So that. let yeah.
0: me, let me make sure I understand your
2: question. So are you saying for the accountant to help with the questionnaire or do the ERC for them?
0: Or is that, I mean, the question is, can't my CPA or accountant apply for this? Got
2: it. Yes, absolutely. They could. But honestly, it's not typically in their lane. CPAs don't generally deal with payroll taxes. They deal with income taxes. So, you know, some people, so some CPAs and accountants aren't even aware of this program, you know, or a nonprofit might think, oh, it's a tax credit, so my CPA is taking care of it when they really haven't. Mm. So they could do it for, absolutely, they could do it. But again, it's it's really out of our out of their lane. And you know, some CPAs that we've partnered with to help their clients, they are happy to hand it over. It's kind of yeah. like, would you, you know, you could figure out how to change your oil, but would you, you know? <laughs> Or let the
0: professionals.
2: Certainly, I wouldn't do that. No,
0: we do have a funny story about that, but we won't go there. Yeah, yeah that's, so uh, clearly, like my husband has to actually try to fix everything first, oh. and that, which he can actually fix most things, that's right? Awesome. That's yeah. but he's not. He's not typical. Okay, so yeah,
1: you know, let me let me add one thing to this with the CPAs and the accountants and even the bookkeepers. There's 200 plus pages of IRS guidelines in order for a CPA or accountant, which, you know, to get out of the lane, read these 200 pages, which I've read several times. I mean, it's a cumbersome process they don't want to deal with.
2: And evolving because they keep adding to
1: to it. Right. Exactly.
0: So I would love to share a story of like an organization that you've helped secure this money.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'd be happy to. So there is a domestic violence organization in St. Louis. They have a couple locations and they had a reduction in services because one, they couldn't let multiple families into their shelters. Mm -hmm. So um, Mm -hmm. then they had to find hotel rooms for the family. They weren't able to because of covid protocol the let's say one of their clients they couldn't come to the shelter and talk so then they had to try and talk to them they were in the same room as yeah. the abuser they couldn't do that you know they couldn't they, they might not have even had the technology to do that so that reduction in services and then there's the hotels which had their own issues with staffing and employees with cleaning and right. separation that you know then they couldn't drive their clients so then they had to get taxis or Uber so then the cost was had increased so they they really had to reduce their services that they offered I mean they still ran they're a phenomenal organization and what they do but They were impacted significantly, their clients are. And, you know, we were able to help them get over
0: $600,000. Wow. And so what I'm hearing is there was a reduction in services. So maybe they, like, there was a reduction in staff, but they still paid. But but what I'm hearing is, but they're still paying for payroll taxes, payroll,
2: right? correct but really the reduction in services so it falls under it doesn't have to be a complete shutdown so if it's considered a partial shutdown if they had to reduce their services or reduce their capacity or their diff- there's different qualifications but in this case it was more of a reduction in services to their clients they weren't able to Again, only one family could be in the shelter at a time. They might have had four families that needed this at the same on the same day that were in an emergent situation. Right. So in that situation, you know, that's just one example. that wow. they. Right,
0: right. So, but is were- that $600,000 like unrestricted funds, right? They can do whatever yes. they want with the money. That is correct. Whatever the nonprofit,
2: want. it will be a check written to the nonprofit. They can allocate it however they see fit.
0: Because that's the goal. That's what everybody wants right. is the unrestricted funds, you know, right? And so many of the funds that nonprofits get are tied to certain things and it and it really harbors in their ability to manage the organization. Right. Um, Some of
2: the grants are you know have to be earmarked for certain expenses, but this is different.
0: Right. Yeah. So it like this feels too good to be true. (laughs) I bet you do you get that a lot? (laughs) We do. Uh, We do. And I
2: say we're like the house on the street when you were a kid and you were trick-or-treating that you went to for the full-size Snicker bars, (laughs) like we feel that's right, or full-size Hershey bars, whatever you like, but it does sound too good to be true, but it is true. They've paid these payroll, if they've paid payroll taxes, this is a payroll tax credit in the form of a check to the nonprofit, If even if their revenue did not reduce. Right. But if they were impacted, their operations were impacted at all, they can qualify.
0: Wow. And then, so, like, how do you, is it based on, like, I guess, you, how many employees you have, how much payroll tax you paid, that's how much you could qualify for?
1: Yes. Uh, the short answer is yes. And there's other qualifying factors. But the short answer is, really, it's the number of employees that you had in 2020 and
0: 2021. Okay. So what are their what are factors for qualification?
2: Less than 500 W2s. Okay. That was another change. It used to be less than 100. Now it's less than 500 full time. So if they have 500 or 499 full time and 100 part time, that's okay. Okay. You know, so 30 hours is considered full time. Right. So that's right. the first question is do they have W2s and we can help one W-2 up to 500
0: Wow. Okay. And then is there like a fee to do this or?
2: Yeah. So there's no fee. There's no obligation, no cost, I should say, until the very end where. So the processes, we either help the organization go through the questionnaire with them on Zoom if they're not local we do this a lot, go through the questionnaire on Zoom. Then the next step is they upload a few documents. Then ERC specialists, they are the forensic tax and payroll tax experts that are going to go line by line through their 941s and detailed payroll report to maximize this credit within the law, within the IRS guidelines. That takes about two weeks.
1: What she was saying, ERC specialist takes about two weeks with their forensic tax accountants. We have tax lawyers on staff as well, if it's a complicated case. And after that, it goes back to the client and the client signs the documents and it's turned into the IRS. So if the nonprofit has their paperwork in order, which you know most of the nonprofits we talk to do, we do the questionnaire. They send in the documents. Two weeks later, they get a final number and it goes to the IRS and the IRS then issue the check. Now, that's, that's the part where there is a lag and unfortunately, we cannot control the IRS. That does take six to eight months.
0: Okay. All right. For the Trend, check to process. Yeah. Like how do right. you make, then how do you make money?
1: Part of the fee that is paid on the back end gotcha. from the refund check is how we are paid
0: okay all right so that makes sense and so what if you don't qualify or you've been told you don't qualify should they just check with you anyway
1: well absolutely because at the time they may have asked they may not have qualified because the irs has changed this so many times and will probably continue to change it they may qualify now i Perfect example. I went into a business, a small business, guy I've known for a hundred years. And I said to him, do you know about the ERC, Employee Retention Credit? He's like, well, I don't qualify for anything. My revenue increased. I was like, doesn't matter. You still qualify.
2: Right. And this is a perfect example where nonprofits actually didn't qualify at first. They weren't a part of the program and now they are. Right. Right.
0: Right. Yeah. It's, All right. So, what's the call to action? What should the listeners do?
1: They what's should, the first step? <laughs> the first step is setting up an appointment with me, going through the questionnaire, or they can go to ercplanning.com. And I believe I sent you the link for my. Yeah, calendar. I've got the
0: links, and they'll be in the show notes if, um, so people okay, can great. grab it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If there's any questions whatsoever, I really encourage people just to call we're happy to talk to folks and clarify anything they have questions on. So they get this money. I mean, truly, we look at it as they're owed this money for staying open. Even if they're closed, they can still get the money, but staying open and retaining employees during this crazy time. Right.
0: And even like what I'm hearing is even if your revenue increased or decreased, like let's say like you had 50 people but now you have 35, but you could still qualify. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I mean it's up to twenty
2: six thousand per employee per W two employee. My gotta love technology. It's great when it works, but I see I'm (laughs) unstable. So it's up to twenty six thousand, but we're seeing an average of about seventeen thousand. So we're talking about a significant amount of money.
0: Yeah, per yeah. employee. Per employee that's on the table for these nonprofits. It's like, what would you do if you had seventeen thousand dollars per employee? Like, what would you invest that in? Like, right. so many things in you know infrastructure, technology. Right. Program allowing right. me to coach and train you, <laughs> right. right? All those things you're like I've always wanted to experience. Right. Now you can, <laughs> right. right?
2: Absolutely, that should be. We should add that in. So right. anyone that benefits <laughs> from our radio show today, roll, roll it in, Maryann, because yeah. you're going to have that extra money to continue to grow
0: even more. All right. Is there anything else you want people to know about this?
2: You know, one thing I do want to stress
1: is this is general operating budget money. There's no restrictions on what the nonprofit can do with the money. So you never get general operating budget money. It's always earmarked for something. Or typically, I should say. Typically,
0: it's restricted, right? Yeah. So
1: this is not restricted.
0: Okay. And so you'd fill out this application with you. Then about two weeks, you'll get your amount late, right? And then six to eight months later, you'll get a check.
2: Correct. Actually. Actually, actually, when you fill out the question. Could be six checks.
1: Gotcha. Right, right, right. When you fill out the questionnaire, you will get a pre-qualification estimate of what you will get. Okay. And then once the documents are scrubbed by our partner, ERC Specialist, then they will get the exact amount that they're going to turn into the IRS as the amount owed to the nonprofit.
0: Okay.
2: So okay. generally what we're seeing, and, and we're, we actually are seeing organizations and businesses that we've qualified in January and February, even in March, start to receive their IRS letters. So they're going to mm-hmm. get six letters And then about one to two weeks, they're going to get six checks because it's by quarter. Gotcha. So they're really ahead of the game, crossing our fingers. They continue, but we're still saying six to eight months. Okay.
0: All right. Yeah. Because, you know, it's better to have it earlier than the delays. Because like, okay, the PPP and then like the EIDL and that got, like, I got some of that money. It was so heartbreakingly complicated <laughs> right I mean it was beauty. horrible and it right. was like uploading documents and then oh they uploading them again and I'm like I was like it's God is my witness I will, I will get this I was like I was just like <laughs> on a you know what I mean like I will you when you tell me I can't do something I'm a Capricorn I'm going in twice as hard <laughs> and I like I will see this through and I know people who didn't get that money and that application is closed and they have stuff floating around. And so they could qualify for this. Oh, for sure, right.
2: This is nowhere near as complicated as PPP. It is so simple. It is such an easy process. We hold their hands. It's, I mean, ERC specialists, the communication is amazing. And we, as partners with them and partners with our clients, are holding their hands and helping them every step of the way to make sure it is, you know, no hiccups. All right.
1: So, you know what? 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 I'm sorry, Marianne. One last thing. The IRS now is starting to pay interest on the money owed to the nonprofit and to the business because it's taking so long to get the money in the hands of the organization that deserves the money. It's so considered an
2: overpayment. So they're paying right. about five percent interest on top of the overpayment credit. And that is not a part of their yeah. credit right. as far as ERC specialized. So that's really kind of a bonus extra money. So it'll Absolutely. serve
0: them to give this money away, get it out.
2: Yeah.
1: Yep. It's
0: costing Absolutely. them now, right? Like, okay. So that's this is amazing. Again, we it's ercplanning.com. Correct. And, but the links are in the show notes and the link to your calendar is in the show notes. So if you want to chat, Michael's awesome. <laughs> You'll have a lovely conversation and let's see if we get, get you some cash, man. Absolutely. Um, Don't I miss mean, out on this cash. Yeah. yeah we are. You qualify. They want to give it away. It's, it's a do. win all around.
2: Right. All right.
0: This is amazing. Thank you for sharing this with me and the listeners. And I, always close with the same question. Now this has a little more meaning than I typically do because Michael and I know each other. But if we were at karaoke, which Michael we most likely will be at some point in our life. Because oh my spoiler alert, Michael's partner is my BFF. So, and we and my BFF and I love karaoke, so most likely we will be at there. So, when let's just say when we're at karaoke together, what would be your go-to song?
1: Oh my, God. are you at-
0: Caroline? <laughs>
2: <John>. <laughs> you know the biggest yeah, problem is sometimes the artists change the words on me. I just don't know how that happens.
1: <laughs> and, <laughs> and mine would be very appropriately "Rocket Man" by Elton John.
0: Oh, there wow. we go. Oh, wow. wow, that's a good one. Why is it Thank very you. appropriately Rocket man.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't love that. That's an
0: awesome song. And I don't hear that a lot of karaoke. So I like that. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, you know what? I do want to be invited next time. hundred <laughs> percent. Okay. I feel like we could work that out. <laughs> okay, great. Um, Absolutely. You may, Susan, like when my nephew who's like in his thirties was little and I took him to see Bon Jovi. So he was like in second grade or something. And, you know, they came to when it was Riverport. And anyway, and he looks at me, he goes, I said, did you like it? And he said, yeah, but they sang all the words wrong. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. it's Chakala Heart and you're too late. <laughs> oh. That's awesome. I mean, that I, is I, awesome. I, I, I like, oh, that must, saying. Yeah, that must have been such a bummer. They got the words wrong, Kev. Right. <laughs>
2: That's, <laughs> <is cute.
1: laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: this was so long ago, but, but yeah, we're obviously still laugh about that one. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much, Michael and Susan, for being here. Thank you for informing our listeners. Again, if you, the links are in the show notes. Ercplanning.com. Yeah. It's real easy. Yeah. Yep. So and easy. if you want to stay connected to me, you can just go to the influential nonprofit.com and throw me an email address and I'll send you my up level, your influence starter kit and has all kinds of really cool stuff about all the stuff I talk about around communication and leadership and asking for what you want in a way that you'll get it and all those goodies. So that's it for me. And I'll see you next time on the influential nonprofit. Thanks for listening to the influential nonprofit with your host, Mary Ann If you enjoyed the show, please tell your friends and colleagues about the podcast. Also, check out the influentialnonprofit.com for more resources on growing your influence so you can raise more and do more.